uh, in Buddhism, many times the word happiness is not used to describe uh, our goal. Yeah. Happiness is almost always used to describe worldly pursuits. So instead of happiness, there's a different term used. Uh, terms like niroda, nirvana, nibbana. Uh, so we talk about the cessation of suffering instead. Yeah. Why? Because when we use the word happiness, it is often used to describe compounded experiences. Yeah, compounded experiences means it is conditioned. Yeah. Because of this, then you have this. Because of this happening, then you have happiness. Because of that happiness happening, then you have happiness. So because of that, this happiness is not by itself. It has dependency. And as long as it has dependency, it is not stable by in and by itself. Agree? And then if you look at the dependencies, the dependencies in turn depend on other things. And as you go down the path, you find that your one happiness depends on so many other things. Such that if only one of them change, your resultant happiness just disappear. Yeah, so usually we don't use the word happiness. Uh, but if we were to use the word happiness, okay, to say true happiness, we prefix with true, uh, real happiness, true happiness, then it means it's referring to the cessation of suffering. Yeah. Sometimes the word bliss, yeah, bliss. Sometimes the word bliss is used. Uh, the word bliss is sometimes used instead of happiness. So this bliss is not, uh, how do I put it? Uh, sometimes it's described that the mind is by itself blissful. You don't have to do anything, the mind is blissful. Yeah. But we forget that. We, we, we think that we need to get this, get that, then we are happy. Uh, so if we remove all the other things, what is left is the blissful state of the mind. And ultimately, if all the impurities, yeah, the default states, agitation, restlessness, all the impurities are removed, what is left is the, in a way, the natural state of the mind, which is calm, which is luminous, sublime, and peaceful. 